Hello and welcome, or welcome and hello, whichever way you prefer, to episode 16 of the RSL. I thought it was 17. 16. I just looked. Oh, okay. The RSL Random Fan Podcast. I am the lead instigator and the person that takes the most abuse on this podcast for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> and your name is? Brant Goble, and I'm joined by... Brennan. And... Tyler. All right, so let's jump into the game. Uh, no change in the starting lineup. It was awesome, right? I love like, the four four two. Was that? Yeah. I I am too. Uh, surprisingly, especially how it's uh, evolved. Hundred percent. Let's uh, Zach McMath in the goal. Brody Silva Gladden Herrera, which is quickly becoming the go to four in the back. Solid. Yeah. Miriam Ruiz Laffelson Ching in the middle, and Cordoba and Wood. Across the top there, the two on the top, and the the only real change was in the subs. We had Savarino on the bench with Caldwell Schmidt, Kapelhoff, Louise, uh, deviated Beasler or broken beak Beasler, broken beak Beasler, Kablan, Rubin, and <laughs> Gomez. So I think that might be the first time we've had twenty. Yeah, um, yeah we're getting close to a full team. That's Whoa. just nice, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. amazing. You know, it was interesting. Um, one of the things that, that Pablo said in one of the interviews was, hey, you know, I don't want to fix what's not broken, so I'm going to try to stick with the team as long as they keep getting results. You know, don't tinker with it. Don't fix what's not broken, essentially. That's what he See, said. That's smart. Yeah. That's very smart. Yeah, I, I like that. And even though you might have a guy like Severino coming off the bench for just a little bit, I, I think that's okay, you know. I, I I still think he's a better start than both Chang and Miram. Um, oh, that's his position. He's not going to play high. He's going to play middle. Nah, he'll probably play the wing. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did sub in for Chang, right? Chang. Yeah, yeah he came in the seventh. Not a bad performance from Chang. I mean, yeah. not a great one, but not a bad one. But also, he's the guy who got the first assist, and he was putting dangerous balls into the box up until then. It's just that sometimes he gets a little lost. Chang? Yeah. Chang. Yeah, I heard um, a lot of great uh, feedback about Chang. Everybody loved Chang. But watching the first half, I was like, Chang, what are you? He's a little disconnected. <laughs> That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. Even though uh, he did get the first uh, assist, that cross into the box. Well, but the it sun in his eyes, too. Like, it wasn't really a cross. It wasn't, the best, it wasn't the best cross, either. It was very floaty. It went really high and slow. But beyond. the keeper didn't come for it. So, yeah, yeah. like, that's the whole point of crossing it at the six, is that you want your attackers give them enough time to get at it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about how the game started. RSL just was on the front They were foot. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Herrera was a beast at the fir like first five minutes. I was like, whoa, calm down, Herrera. Like, running in the box. That was amazing. Right? Very yeah. aggressive. We had like two or three headers in the box that were kind of blown. <laughs> also, but well, passing the ball across the field was amazing, too. They were passing switching. with intent. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved that. It got kept them guessing, and it gave them a lot of opportunities to get upfield real quick. And I would, and I think in the first eight minutes, I made a mental note. Um, uh oh, he's gonna get it. Don't oh, worry. He's, a mental note. <laughs> he's got. No, he's got. Just, he's got DSL. He's gonna let it dial up real no, quick. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I am the oldest one here. But uh, first eight minutes, two crosses into the box, two headers that were just totally 
blown one by yeah. wood, one by Cordova. Yeah. But the sun, I think it was the first one was wood. And you're like, oh. yeah. And then the second one is Cordova, and you're like, oh, maybe it is the sun. Yeah. The sun was just. But the ball went straight up. Like there was no redirect on that. Yeah. And then we they... were like, let's cross from the other side, yeah. so the sun's not directly into our eyeballs. Yeah. That. One, and Chang took it. Like he did. He did the hard thing. He was a good teammate. But right? there was also you an opportunity before that. Before that um, goal. Um, Silva almost had an opportunity to score. Um, what was it? Into the box, they crossed it over, and then the goalie slipped. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, it was his, a shot. Yeah, his right outside. foot slipped. Um, still got up and punched it out, but Silva was right there, chested it, and then homeboy from Houston. If he, he would tried to bike it, man. Yeah, I was like, you know, Silva, just tilt your head a little bit. You know, take one for the team. We got a red take card. A PK and a, and yeah, a red PK. Card, right? No, but Silva kind of gave him a little hip check if you watch the replay. Oh, yeah, he put he him kinda, on the ground. Yeah, and then the guy went for the th- bike and he's like, yoink. Nope, I'm bigger. And then he's like, I'm going to put this. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great chances. Took it right in the face of the keeper, chest, shoulder, whatever. Yeah, it was really, really exciting Close. to see. I was. Yeah. Well, like growing up watching RSL, it always felt like they were the ones that just respond to whatever's happening. You know what I mean? Like they weren't the ones that are generate the excitement. Right. They're like, oh, they messed up. Let's do something. But now it's different. It's kind of fantastic. Yeah, they they were quite on the front foot, which was good to see. There were a couple of uh, guys from Houston that were kind of feisty too. They're yeah, kind of feisty. Uh, Afro guy. Karaskia. Karaskia. <laughs> yeah, he got booed a bunch of times in our section. Yeah, I th- deservedly it, so. It did get kind of chippy by the end of the first half. Oh well, did you like was uh, S- uh Silva? Silva went in for a tackle and totally flipped. Oh yeah, the, the cat and uh, he got up and immediately came back and retaliated, retaliated against Silva. And then there was another one with with Loffelson, I think, uh, oh. right after that when we get to uh, the end of the. Um, right at the end, of the, ha- the end of the first half. So, yeah, like Cordova's posting up and Bobby Wood's there. And, like, Tim Parker just comes through the back and shoves him with two hands. Like, not even going oh, for the ball. Wood? Yeah, and, and you couldn't tell from the that broadcast. That was towards the end of the se- uh, half, right? Yeah. yeah. You couldn't tell from the broadcast if that was a yellow. But I was like, why would that not be a yellow? Yeah, and then plus, well, the ref was walking backwards. He wasn't, like, the um, infield ref, he wasn't even paying attention because Miriam came over, separated him, and then kind of got in a scruffle with him, too. Like, yo, like, calm down, blah, blah, blah. And then they got into that bigger scuffle at the um, yeah, half. that was really strange. Like, Tim Parker's not usually, you know... He's a he's kind of a long time MLSer. He's not normally the kind of guy that's going to do that. But hey, we had Dax McCarty do that. He doesn't normally <laughs> do right. that either. So we're getting under some skin. Uh, I guess we are, and mostly the redheads, right? I, I guess oh. the fiery guys in the league are getting upset at us. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, yeah, that, that, that was, was a little it scuffle. Like it, it seemed like it came out of nowhere too. Well, yeah, it came out of left field. It didn't feel like it was. Like there was no reason for it realistically. Yeah. It didn't well, seem I like think was... Zika was kicking people. Like he seemed to be in the thick of things. Number thirty-seven, their right back, he was kicking people a lot. It seemed like and getting some shoves in off the ball, at least from what I saw. Yeah. What are, thoughts on the goal? The, so the first initial, goal. yeah, the first goal. Yeah, in the... Chang sun in his eyes. Twenty-ninth minute. Bobby Wood played it out to him, and then made the run and Kareskia. Did not follow him, uh, and nobody else found him. 
Well, let's just. I'm just. I'm excited the fact that when Wood goes up for a header, he also kicks his legs. Because yes, uh, he was the full perfect. on missed that. The full miss and no, then dude, came dude. off his right leg. That's the perfect Chicharito style goal, right? <laughs> I, I hate to bring up the little P oh. again, but that's the perfect. He oh, went the other cockroach? way. He was kicked, it, was it, it a cockroach? No, 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 little no, P. No. A little, little P. Oh, who had that wrong? No, no, no. The no, guy no, that speaks somebody, Spanish? Uh, <laughs> somebody does. Chilean, Hispanic. It's hard. Anyway, so he did it backwards, right? Chicharito kicked it off his own foot face in the goal oh, yeah. bobby wood did it the right way headed it to his foot <laughs> in the goal that's the right way to do yeah it. yeah 100 well we sit on that corner section 25 come say hi um mm-hmm. bobby wood was on uh, our side of the the goal the goal goes in and he's running back to the you know the corner yeah, with right his at you guys right I was watching his face. You could see the relief in his like, face. <laughs> it was dramatic. <gasps> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just relief washed right over him. So hopefully... He's been putting some pressure on himself, though. That, yeah. I, that's good. I like I like hearing that, right? Yeah, he was dangerous against Montreal all game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he started off the game dangerous uh, again. So I think, I think that Cor- Cordoba and Wood together are kind of pushing each other. And it's a great combination. They're making each other better. And we can talk about Cordova. Cordova all day long. He needs to slow down, though, because <laughs> he's going to get to the point where we're not going to be able to afford him. Yes, exactly. And, you Don't know what I mean? tell him to slow down. Don't tell the man to no, slow down. So, like, that's what I was thinking about. Kick it up, bro. I was that's like, he is, fantastic. he is steadily getting more and more consistent, and he's quick, he's smart. I he's mean, strong, he did have big. that nice connection where he tried to do, like, a sideways bicycle. Which is super hard to to get down, just to let alone have the technique to do it. And he got it. It was a little off frame, but still, like some stuff like that, you're like, wow. You know what I mean? That's not that's not new for RSL. I the- mean, excluding Miram's um, weird bicycle kick where Cryluck <laughs> finished it off. Other than that, I mean, it's, it doesn't really happen. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got some next level skills. If he can put together some consistency. That's what the bigger clubs are really going to want. Can you do it week in and week out? Can you deliver at a high level consistently? So we right? just got to sit them out at certain times when the scouts are looking. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, on turf. <laughs> we'll just sit them out on turf games and, yeah, you know, oh, uh, can- the teams Canadian can. games and, uh, you know, whatever. Well, what I really have uh, liked about his game is his mentality. He doesn't get wound up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get down. He just plays football. And I yeah. really, really like that. I think that is... It's a good point. You don't see... Th- especially forwards. A lot of them are really high strung. Yeah. Like, like, like that guy you love. The Chicharito? No, this guy. Right? Oh, that's uh, Catemo Blanco? No. no. Oh. No, I was thinking a guy with the cool hair that played for Austin. Remember, you were like, I really want to like him. I really want to like him. He does the bow and arrow celebration. Maxi Arruti. Yeah. You you want to like a guy like that, but then he just loses his head over the dumbest stuff, and you're like, Mm. Yeah, so he is just a calming influence. And I think I've mentioned this before. He's so much better than the players on the team that he's He's making them rise up. He's They're coming. They're learning to play with him, and he's, he's not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. He's not getting mad if they aren't as good as him. He's playing to their strengths, and they are learning to play together. And it's really kind of 
nice to see for Real Salt Lake because this is not the best roster by far in MLS. But they're playing so well together, it doesn't matter. Well, and two weeks ago they came out and with the uh, MLS salaries, and uh, RSL is the smallest total salary in the league. Second, I think it was. Well, I thought it was first. We were the smallest, right? It's got to be LA Galaxy the first, right? <laughs> yeah, they first were the second. smallest. And first, then us. We were uh, second to last or last. Yeah. and But that was before the right. Savarino and... Before Sava, before uh, Julio. Uh, Julio, before... But they said even adding those in, that, that jumps us up like three or four. Yeah. So Which that, is cool. Yeah. Hey, we're not the lowest spending team in the league anymore. But the results are showing, and that's cool that we're leveling up. We get, we get some... Mushroom, right? Now we eat our mushroom and we <laughs> Mario level up. No, that's a fantastic reference. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Brent didn't get it. Pong. That's before him. Pong. He had a Pong. joystick and a red button. And that's all he had. I didn't even have a Nintendo. What's this triangle spinning in circles for? Why do, why do you need to shoot the asteroids? We had Atari. Yeah. Hey, Atari and, was cool, man. Berserk rules. And you just threw that away for the hoop and stick, didn't you? You just love the way it rolled down that road. <laughs> hoop and stick, very fun. <laughs> no. We, yeah. So I was, anyway, I mean, I'm old. Back Go ahead. to back to that point which you were making was that Cordova has been been helping the team level up, and mm-hmm. they're taking him up to a higher level as a group. He's not just going there by himself and then being like, "Why don't you guys pass it to me?" Like Chicharito likes to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. I would hate to play with Chicharito. But I think you've said... Has he said that before? I have, Just because... Six or seven I, I, times. I think I was listening to a podcast from us a little while ago, and I think I heard that like on like four Beca- of them. Because he is so demonstrative <laughs> to his own teammates. He's probably, he's probably got single child syndrome. That's probably what it is. He's the only child? Is that yeah. where you're going to? Yeah, only Perhaps. child, not single. <laughs> he could be single. He's not married. I don't know if he's married or not. We don't care. <laughs> the this single is the RSL people podcast, not uh, the teacher. No, like play. only child syndrome. Because yeah, it, 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 he's never looking within himself. He's looking outward for someone else's fault. So it's really annoying. And yeah. I'm glad he missed that PK. <laughs> yeah, that was funny this week. Sorry to get sidetracked there. No, he got blocked hardcore there. Well, yeah. If you do a weak a weak shot, what do you expect? So any any other thoughts on the first half? I mean, there was uh, Cordova. You talked about Cordova with the uh, scissor kick, mm-hmm. trying to do the side bike, and just a few minutes before that, Bobby Wood had another uh, mm-hmm. chance where he just couldn't get get it uh, on his foot. Yeah, kind of bounced around to the keeper. But uh, for the most part, our, it was really fun. Well, RSL was engaged. We were firing on all three levels. You know what I mean? We had uh, Silva taking a lot of uh, aggression off the set pieces. Lafelsind is also one of those guys that we need to watch out for. He's going to be too expensive in the long run. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but no, yeah, I don't, so I don't think so. I think overall, I think Cordoba, Wood, Lafelsind, and Glad. Oh, I mean. Everybody on the back line is standout doing something amazing. I love seeing Brody and Herrera getting up forward um, and allowing Silver and Glad to hold down the back. And Herrera is – I just I never really paid attention to that guy, but he is a very skilled guy on the pass. He's got eyes up, which is amazing. And then he's also – he doesn't let anybody push him. 
you know what i mean he's very aggressive he's smart he's calm strong strong yeah yeah. not afraid to take a tackle or give one yeah Yeah. he, he will go into a tackle yeah i mean i was just so impressed with him i was like wow that's amazing so let's talk about that earlier on in the season or last we went with the three five two and Herrera and Schmidt and well Herrera might we think might have been injured, but in the three five two there were the, the wingers were getting up into the play. We freeze. Pablo went back to the four four two whatever it is four two three one whatever it is we're playing four four two and it seemed like Herrera was kind of lost for a while offensively. It did, yeah. But the last couple of games it seems like they have either freed him up or figured it out because Herrera and Brody. Uh, have well, both been much more in the attack. Well, the problem is, is when the when the middle guys aren't, um, like when Herrera takes his run, right? He's going to run up the right side, say. So that means that's going to be like on Chang's side. Chang is not supposed to continue running or whatever, or there needs to be a replacement, right? So there needs to be somebody from the center or from the outside replace him. Generally, you have your right back and then you have your wing. Both of them will try to go up the side together whatsoever. I can't remember. And then the center uh, center mid will cover the back end. You know what I mean? He'll play yeah. in that little defensive spot. So that way you can have that triangle passing on the right side, which is really, really important, especially when you're trying to get a ball into the box. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's height. So so you've got you got width, right? And that's usually the in in a four four two that we've been playing. The outside backs will provide the width, but sometimes it'll invert and you'll get Chang that will slide further outside and then Herrera cuts inside. And that's fine too. But then like you're saying, you kind of get that triangle, right? And then mm-hmm. someone needs to stay back behind it. And usually that's where either Lawfulson or um, Ruiz would Ruiz help out. And Ruiz over. did help out yeah. a lot. But then but I feel like the beginning of the season it was Herrera was kind of he didn't feel comfortable going up because he felt like he was leaving his position because nobody would come back. You know what I mean? He did make a run, and it's not like he's superhuman and he can run the same speed all the way back. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, 75th minute or something like that. <laughs> so it wasn't very smart. So that's why we weren't very effective in the 4-4-2. Well, that, we did do that 3-4-3 one game, but that didn't really work out. But that's just because we, you know, we were low on center backs. And, uh, you know, the second time, Second time this year that Bill Riley's been on the broadcast? David James off on vacation or something? RSL has not done well on other holidays. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense in my mind. Yeah, Mother's sense. Day, you know, <clears throat> Easter. Yeah, they're tough. But hey, you know, the comeback, right? There it is. Nice. So sliding over to the... To Lawfulson. I saw a lot of talk this week on Twitter mostly about Lawfulson playing out of his mind. And I I do like Lawfulson, right? But when it's time for the captain to come back, this is Krylock's team. And Mm. and basically what I've got from Lawfulson is that he can play well in spot duty. And he can. I, I think he's proved that, proven that. And I think he is that next level player that Schmidt isn't. That... Uh, my boy bees is not right they're 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 both solid players but they're not run the whole time you know run up and down the whole field box to box midfielders and Lawfulson brings that something a little different and I think that could help at certain times when Krylock's back is you know yeah I'd be surprised I'll be honest I'd be surprised if, if Demir right. 
comes plays back this year. I think so too. This I whole year, yeah, I 100% agree with that. What really? The reason why though is because the the tempo that Lafleur is allowing our team to have is working so well. You know what I mean? We're not we're we're being aggressive when we when we can. We're making opportunities. We're moving the ball a lot a lot better. 100% better. And I just don't I don't think Krylock can handle that type of a tempo. He's a little bit slower on that tempo. Well, but I I'm, think it would definitely change the team for sure to take out Lafelson and to insert Krylock, but the quality goes up too. For me. Well, I, I enough think for to make it worth Krylock. The fact is just uh perusing the interwebs, the RSL um comments in different places, Twitter, boards. Um uh, big soccer, but uh, really one of the issues is is back. And they, the speculation was that RSL was looking for a second opinion because the first opinion probably suggested surgery. Yeah. So they're trying to find a second opinion that's going to allow uh, Demir to play. So if it is surgery and they can't figure it out, I why risk him if he's going to get injured again? Right. So I would be... Well, it, I would be surprised if Demir comes back. I mean, you got to look at it was because back issues are usually two things. I've had a fair share. Um, they're usually structural, right, or muscular, and or a combination of the two, right. And if it's one with some of the other, then you fix the structural issue, then the then you rehab the muscles, right? Like, I'm I'm clearly not a doctor. Obviously, well, I'm going through this. But you play one on this podcast. Science. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, I just came from the doctor not too long ago about my discs. So, <laughs> but the other way is if structure is fine and mus- muscles are the issue, well, then you got to do the rehab to strengthen those muscles so that you know. But also, you know, doing like a cortisone shot that would wouldn't mean that you don't have to do surgery. It doesn't heal you. You know what I mean? It just it's, yeah, it just it, doesn't it kind of helps. Right? The, yeah, it kind of just helps the. Um, issue it doesn't or makes you feel good so overall i think we're probably gonna not gonna see him for a while how old is he by the way 34 he's so not that old is he i think demir is getting <clears throat> if only yeah Google, there you go quick sorry we're getting our secretary on that real quick janice <laughs> demir how old is he 17 that doesn't make any sense He's 174 pounds. Oh, 174 pounds. Good. Oh, okay. fighting. Uh, go back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to be let's determined. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. This is dumb. Oh wait, right over there. Um, 33 years old. Thank you, Janice. Um, so he's 33 years old. I mean, realistically, we could probably get um, two, three good years out of him, right? give or take i mean yeah but he's um, the captain too right there's some emotional ties there it's not just uh you know well, he's not gone you know what i mean it's not like we're trading him well he wasn't the captain last year and was amazing so that was with uh albert rusnak or rusnak however you pronounce it he was the captain all season last season and demir was the actual captain <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah yeah, the emotional leader for sure. But I would rather have them figured out rather than, especially when he's getting older for football, yeah, know, not for in life. But the last thing you want to do is 
risk having it get worse. So we'll see. They keep saying he's a couple weeks away. Yeah. That's good. Oh, what do we know? Oh, sorry. Should we go to halftime? One one other thing before we go to halftime. Okay. Um, Matt Doyle on MLS. If you go to oh Doyle rules MLS soccer. Yeah, he's also part of the uh, podcast. What's that? MLS cast. Oh, okay. They do. Yeah. I haven't listened to that, but yeah, he has Doyle. a great article that came out yesterday, um, talking about Real Salt Lake, and he did a breakdown of RSL's first goal. That is pretty cool because it's. We, we talked about the uh, lofted pass cross-in from Chang, but that was pass number 20. It was a the 20th pass in that sequence where RSL played out of the back, had control of the ball, mm. and um, finally scored the ball. So RSL is really confounding. <laughs> really? <laughs> the experts. They, and, uh, yeah, they're they confounding keep... everyone, but... Yeah, yeah we're so low on the power rankings, it's ridiculous, and we're just making it work. I mean, that is, I think, a little bit of Pablo dust, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ever since, I don't know what it was, he must, there must, like I was saying, there must have been like a puddle that he walked across, and then everybody was like, whoa, that puddle's actually deep, what's going on? And there was a, a sword in the lake, a lady in the lake, a Excalibur. <laughs> 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 he pulled the boots out. <laughs> the so, shoe fits. Yeah, so let's let's jump into halftime. Oh, where's our whistles, Tyler? <laughs> That's one. Uh, there was the second one. Okay, excellent. Halftime. What did you want to bring up on halftime, Tyler? I you had know, a couple of thoughts too. Yeah, no, I I I thought it was good, but the way we dominated, I thought would have a two goal lead at halftime. You know, it was almost like, well, did we? You can mess? say that in the other way too, though. We right. could have, we could have been down two one. They did have a couple breakaways that, realistically, McMath was doing some great stuff. That dive to the left that he got off the bounce, which was amazing. And then also that single uh, breakaway that they had, where he uh, McMath t- chose the right line to come out and block the ball, and he, the guy headed out like four or five yards right. Yeah, so, I was I was thinking about that all through the first half, trying to remember. Uh, I didn't want to say nose for goal. But RSL did not have their eye for finishing on, right? No, they didn't. The not. first half. So no, they didn't have an eye for finishing. We're only up 1-0. And I'm thinking, oh, man, what's going to happen? These are the kind of games where you don't take your opportunities. The other team makes some adjustments. The halftime comes out, and boom, you're, you're down 2-1. to so one. That's where it's really important that, to fall on the management over there to, to go to halftime and actually have a, a positive outlook not in a positive outlook blah, 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 blah. where they actually have a um you know a great uh plan to go forward because being up 1-0 is actually pretty daunting you know what i mean yeah well they say 2-0 is the most dangerous lead in soccer it really is do they do like that, that i, I think you have to do that voice oh, okay. or it doesn't count <laughs> You can you can say, oh, it's a dangerous league in soccer. And then it, and See, then that's kind of like, creepy no. clown vibes you just did there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how you should feel when you have a two-goal lead. Okay. you freaked out like at any second. It's still going to fall apart. Oh, and you can feel it too in the games. As soon as it's 2-0, the home side or whoever's ahead, they, are, they start to uh, tense up. You can feel the pressure yeah. because the fans know. Even if the, it's... The 89th minute, if you get that first goal, you make it a game, and the other team, even maybe even later in the game, the later you score, the more tense the 
the team that's ahead gets because they don't want to give up three points. And there were a couple of comebacks this week in MLS, like across the board in other places. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, 2-0 was, is a uh, scary lead. But before we even got to that second goal, yeah, then we're still at halftime. Oh, sorry, yeah. it's halftime. It's we're only 1-0. Zero. halftime, right? Yeah, yeah okay. halftime. Sorry, we were talking about a different game. I had a, a couple game. of questions. Uh, All right. You got what? an orange slice to give away, or you're yeah? Uh, let's do the orange questions. slices really quick. Or okay. I'll give my orange slice to Bobby Wood because he looked like he was he needed mm-hmm. it. He was hustling. He had multiple chances. He did put the one away awkwardly, but still, well, it went in the goal. That's foot. Or off was his it head, his off his foot. He, he meant to know. do that. He meant yeah, to he do, do that. Yeah, he meant to do that's it. That's how everybody jumps. I jump with my feet in front of me all the time. <laughs> So my orange slice would go to Bobby Wood for hopefully breaking through and becoming the player we think he can be. Mm. And it's that? all because of the orange slice. Yeah. Absolutely. Thomas. Well, I, I'm going to give my orange slices to the center backs because uh, they were just eating them up. Glad, oh, oh, I think that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I do still feel a little unsure about Brody. Um, there was a couple times where he kept the Houston Houston guy on onside because he wasn't staying true to the back line. You know what oh, I mean? I did he, see that he wasn't honoring it. Yeah, because I mean, Glad and Silva. I don't know if they bunk together or you know, like they have They're dates just aligned all the time. Dude, they are like so in sync. But it Brody seems like got to get in line. Yeah, Brody. Like, come on, man, go get ice cream with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that just that's a question I had for halftime is weakest links. On the team, this RSL is a great team right now, but there are still some weak links, and Brody was one of them that I would put. As now, the, not it, just it, room for improvement, or just you know, like somebody better could come in and help. Now, before we get too hard on Brody, one of the things I love about Brody is he has an engine, so he's never quitting. Right, he's always running up and back and up and back, and he has this really cool way of having the ball at his feet, not having to do a whole lot, but also holding off the pressure. So under pressure, he does this little, little hip move thing, you know? You can't see me, but you can hear my voice moving you around wish you the were mic. Here. It's amazing. Yeah, it's Tyler. amazing. And, and he, it, Did you wh- dance in Chile? <laughs> Holy cow. La Cuenca! <laughs> anyway, Brody has this cool way of... of of putting people off. So a lot of times when you hold the ball and someone can run straight through where the ball is and you don't move it, right? That Like that's part of easy defending. They can just run right through. But Brody, like, he just moves in funky ways that it puts the, the pressure from defenders off. So when Houston tried to press for a minute, Brody just did those funky chicken moves. Not quite the celebration goal of of uh, Glad there, but oh, don't throw in this. They don't know this. Oh, it's still one zero. It's still one zero. That that's in the future sometime. <laughs> <from> now, <laughs> anyway, Brody has this way of holding the ball without having to do a whole lot of work, which is a very valuable skill, especially in a defender. So. He brings that, and Tate Schmidt doesn't have that, right? He doesn't have that ability to dribble at speed, at forwards, going forward. You know, Brody brings that in spades. So, yeah, he's not the strength that Silva, Glad, and Herrera are, but 
That's why we have three other defenders. You know what I mean? Like he compliments them well because of mm. his squirrely nature. He, you know, he just squirrels through people, well, and a, you're like, how did he get yeah, through there? Yeah, that is an advantage, you know. But still, I mean, having that one person not follow in line, you know, a little bit too far back, that's gonna that's gonna change the game in the long run. You know what I mean? Like that could give up a goal, and now we've lost all of our all of our lead and our edge. And I don't, and you know, Brody did have a good, you know, a couple dribbles that got him upfield. But once he got upfield, he was like, "Oh, uh, that's the box, and I have the ball." Yeah, there was one time he should have shot, and I was <laughs> like, "Bro, pull the trigger, bro! Yeah, do it, bro! If you're gonna run that far up, do it." Yeah, that was the end, in the first half, and I'm like, he could have shot. Dude, and Chris Winger is watching, and he wants you to score. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That guy and was he, always doing that. And then he took. Four or five more pass touches, <laughs> like, and then he lost it. It's like, come on. So yeah, I was just thinking about this during the game. Where are our weakest links? Because there is room for improvement, especially if we're the down there in the bottom of there's of the wage scale. Yeah, the cost mm-hmm. of the teammate. So there's a lot of room. You don't have to spend more money, but there is a lot of room to bring in uh, better players. So and, I have three. Yeah, I have Brody. Okay. Miram okay. and Chang. Not because they suck. So I have no. Brody, obviously, just because, you know, I mean, Brody can improve, though. You know what I mean? Like, he can yeah. be, he can. Still getting. But the, is, the question is will Brody improve or will RSL improve by bringing in somebody a else? Better player. Right. And Although I, left backs are incredibly hard to find. Yeah. So that's, that's a very good point. So it's kind of hard. It's kind of like, okay, just deal with what you have and make it better. Take him to ice cream. Um, <laughs> right. Miram, I think the only thing I think that Miram is lacking is just his his young legs. You know what I mean? He's yeah. still he's very smart. He he's tactical. I mean, I, he's a really almost a tactical genius. Almost, <laughs> almost. Um, <laughs> Hire him and put him on the coaching staff. You know what I mean? So that's like the Karylock thing. You know, you like, do you take the experience over the hustler? And I think in that position on the on the wing, I kind of want the um, hustler over the experienced. And then, yeah, uh, we kind of talked about that earlier. I think we all agree, Miram coming off the bench is much more dangerous. Yeah, twenty minute guy. I love, yep. I love that idea, hundred yep. percent. But then Chang, I don't think you can change how comfortable he is over the ball, right? I feel like he's losing the ball at his feet quite a bit. Um, his vision off the ball is pretty okay, but making, I mean, there was so many runs. I saw Cordova. Makes so many good time runs. Same with Wood. And there was a lot of times where it was just like, if you were looking, instead of that one outlet and you looked up, you would have had a great through ball that would just have been great. Yeah. But that was the only three that I feel that can improve or we can find somebody better. Wood did do really well, and I think he's getting more comfortable. But then we also have Saverino in there. So Yeah, those um, would be the three. I think Loffelson is still a work in progress because at the start of the year, Everybody loved Tate Schmidt. He was playing the winger, though he wasn't asked to play defense in the back four. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we asked him to play defense, he found, we found out he's just not going to work back there because that's ne- I, he's a forward. In spot duty. Yeah, he's a spot duty defender. He's not a... Well, he's not really a defender. No. he's His whole career he spent he's up top. Up and top or on the wing. When he's on the wing or that's where he needs to be. Yeah, agreed. So... And so, he can play a couple spots, but again, only in spot duty. Yeah, so I'm sure he's a great dude. Not trying to um, bad. No, him. no, no, he's great. But I don't think that uh, when he's put in the right position, he does well. Mm-hmm. And I think Loffelson can find himself 
a spot almost anywhere in midfield, but I and I like the way he has handled himself the last two games. I just think he's nowhere near Crylock. No, we, no, I I, I 100 agree in. with yeah, that for sure. But I mean, his first touch has improved, yeah, which significantly. He was very calm in the center of the field with people on him. Yeah, it was it was impressive to see. And what you, do you think about Cordoba and Wood up top? Um. I think now that Wood is finding a way to be crafty, you know, like when, uh, what game was it, where he was able to get slipping behind uh, Timbers, Mint Green, right? Uh, no, Austin. Oh, Austin. Yeah. He was able to slip in They're behind the, the trees defender. as well. They're both trees. Yeah. Right? See, I, got I mean, up. come on. Yeti. I always yeah. remember Yeti. Yeti. Um, but yeah, so like Wood was finding a way to be a little bit more sneaky. You know, he was able to get it behind his defender. He's getting a lot more chances. I think Cordova is just a higher talented guy. You know what I mean? He has far more talent overall. Um, but I mean, we could get somebody else in that, you know, might be better than Wood. But I don't, I don't see us getting, like that is our this year's, tr- um, transfer, is getting somebody up top. Yeah, and I think Cablan has come in to uh, give Brody some support slash pressure. I'm excited for Cablan. Cablan's a left-footed player. Kappelhoff's both-footed, from what I understand, hmm. so he can play left back. No, that was Cablan. And and Kapelhoff is both footed. Well, that's that's good. Or is Kablan both footed? I thought Kablan was left footed. No, Kablan is right footed, but they said he's more. He's really comfortable on his left, and he okay. can play all across the back. Because Kapelhoff was the uh, Kablan's the guy that came in from Switzerland. Yep. Right. And Kapelhoff is the we signed fed. from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, that, he's played in back three, back. And Kapelhoff started well, then he got injured. Is that right? Yeah, the game he was going to start. Yeah, Kansas his City. Yeah, he, Kansas he City. hurt his foot or something, and then, hmm. then we played the kid. And I wanted to bring up one other thing. Well, there's two other things. Uh, Johnny Menendez on his way back. Who? Yeah. Who is that? My mm-hmm. boy. Now I think Johnny. This it kind of ties into Johnny. with Cordova, right? Yeah. Cordova makes players better. Savarino on the team. Cordova, some more technical, talented players. I think Johnny Menendez might have a chance. But that's the oh, only chance good he point. has is if he can play with other technical players that the defenders have to play off of him. Right? Yeah. Because that's his Does he normally play up top? He's a he's on the wing or he's yeah. a midfield. He's played that third forward, you know, kind of outside forward or mm-hmm. the midfield, outside and midfield. Defenders, defenses just mark him out of the game. Because they get double physical, team him, get physical with him, and yeah. and just take him out of the game. He's not a big dude. You you chop him down a few times, and he doesn't want any more of it. I wouldn't want it either. Right. But I do think but you got to take it. Soccer. Right. Yeah, but I do think with having Savarino and more technical players, he might have a chance That's to exciting. Uh, showcase himself. And I'm interested to see. If that works, if he can come back, I, I I love the way Johnny plays. Obviously, I'm a big fan. But do it in the game with those guys, and let's see it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you also think you forget the fact that like, hey, Cordova might need a rest. Cordova might you know get hurt, or Wood might get hurt. You know, we need to have like two fantastic subs that if one of them goes out, they can play the whole game no problem. Yeah. Yeah, but I am excited for Cablan. I want him to be a more influential player for the team. Like, I want him to start. I mean, he just got good style. Interesting. And then one other thing, uh, since we're not talking about, we're just halftime, 
uh, Sunderland Till I Die, a documentary I found on <laughs> Netflix. This is, is a new segment. Wait, 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 this is a new segment brought to you in part by Netflix. Why did you just bring Netflix that up on something? Town? Yeah, oh, I guess okay, I could. I could have brought it up at Crawley Town, uh, but since I've already mentioned it, there's your homework. There's your homework. Fascinating look at some very, a very interesting club. And it's called it, Sunderland. Sunderland till I die. They they follow them the year after they were uh, relegated out of the Premier League, and then the they, next season. Spoiler alert: They fall in two seasons. And oh. They immediately get relegated out of the Championship. So it's really fascinating. But I thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. In halftime. Cool. Cool. And their halftime stats from you, Bren. Um, but my um, orange slice. Um, it's going to go to Pablo Ruiz. Thank you for taming your left foot and being great in your position. Yeah. yeah, very impressed with him. Brent? I gave mine to Bobby Wood. Nice. I gave mine to the center backs. They had to split it. <laughs> That's a big orange. It's a, it's a big orange. Sometimes it's, grapes. It's, maybe, it's it's a, maybe it's a grapefruit. Right? Got really big. I mean, you never know. I did have a grapefruit one time during a game. I got thrown <laughs> off. I was like, what the? This is so sour. <laughs> like, that is a weird choice. Wait, you, ever, you have a grapefruit off a tree? Like straight off the tree and then eat the grapefruit. It's different than the ones that sit in the store. And Oh, really? Oh, they're so good. My aunt has one in Tucson. Has oh. a, you just pick it off the tree and peels right off and just melts in your mouth. You're like, this is not what grapefruits <laughs> taste like. Anyway. Uh over to best worst name of the week and that is thor the god of thunder you would be thinking you would be wrong thor (laughs) yep and if you think i pronounced it right you were wrong uh the icelandic forward birthplace of kopa vorgor Oh, yeah. Very popular, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays forward. He got drafted, similar to our boy. Loffelson? Loffelson. And uh, Olferson. Thor Lefur. I'm just going to go with Thor. It's a better nick. It's a better name. It, it connotates a lot more. Mm-hmm. He, he actually had a few couple decent chances for how poor his service was on the night. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he, he did all right. But uh, interesting that uh, these foreign guys are coming to the U.S. That's when you know the U.S. The, is doing something good. Into the collegiate ranks and then making their way to MLS. Uh, not, not an old guy. He was born in, uh, what, 2000? So he's 21, oh, 22. Geez. 2000. Yeah. Playing pro ball, that, dude. That hoop and stick back when there was only like six houses. Remember when there was three on the tree? <laughs> and my first car was a 53 Plymouth. So there you go, three, three on, on the, the tree. tree. <laughs> anyway, so back to automatic vehicles where we don't have to do our own shifting. <laughs> back to cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Thorleo Fuller Olferson, the best worst name of the week. Well done. One other thing before we end halftime, we didn't even talk about it very much, but starting on the wing for Houston was Corey Baird. Yeah, I'd forgotten that he ended up in Houston and Rookie of the Year sent to LA, and LA promptly got rid of him because he had a bad attitude, which is why we got rid of him. 
Uh, exactly. He started the first five games, I think, for Houston, and then he went to the bench, and then he didn't even make the 18 for a game or two, or the 20, whatever it is. Yeah, and then but last he, week he was like man of the match. And he, he started like two assists. He started this game, and I didn't even... Took him out in half. Yeah, they pulled him at halftime. Yeah, the guy in front of us goes, is that Corey Baird? And I'm like, oh, I'm looking at him, and then I see him running. Yeah, that's Corey Baird. Yeah. He, he has a distinctive <laughs> run, kind of like... Chicharito. Right. It's a very distinctive run. Well, you know, we used him really well his his uh rookie season. Rookie season and there were injuries in front of him. So those two things gave him a bunch of playing time. But the problem with that was he thought that he was going to become his buddy from Seattle, who is Jordan Morris. And he's no Jordan Morris. Right? No, and he did get a a couple of caps, right? Got called up to the yeah, national got team. got called up to the national which team. probably didn't help the attitude issue. Well, you know, that does one of two things to players. When players get called up to the national team, they do one of two things. They either dig in and find that if they want a spot on that team, they got to just double their efforts and, and really up their game to try to take their game to the next level, or they feel like they've arrived and they kind of half shut down. And I don't understand that second one, right? Like you just got your first sniff at the national team and now you're just halfway. Now you're halfway Jones, you know, like you're every other player out there. Like, come on. You're supposed to, you know, like Dempsey came here one time, like the first time Dempsey came here, he was our like USA bro, you know, and, and all of a sudden Dempsey shows up and he's playing for New England and he, he had a horrible game against Nat Borchers. Nat Borchers basically took his lunch money, ate his lunch, <laughs> and then laughed at him about it. Anyway, which was fantastic. But I was like a little sad, like, where's Dempsey? He played the almost the whole game, too. And then I was like, dude, you did absolutely nothing. Like, go back in the midfield, dance on the ball for a minute at least. Like, we paid good money to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway. Long halftime. Well, let's get back to the game. The- and we're back. Thank you. Second half begins. Second half begins and immediately. Or not chain. Bear. Sub him out. Mm-hmm. Immediately, RSL started on the front foot again. They had the uh, great attempt uh, in first minute, full 46 minute from Cordova that set off the. Oh, oh was it like not even a foot off the post? Hey, yeah. you guys, you know. Premature celebrations happen. <laughs> and, you know, one in four stadiums suffer from it. So I don't think we need to make it an embarrassing moment for the whole. <laughs> oh, Ronchi. Oh, Sorry. So, yeah, that they started on the front foot and uh, didn't really stop. They didn't let up. Well, Pasher came in for Avila, who was having a rough game. He was kind of getting his trash kicked. And Corey Baird came out. And Quintero came on. Yeah, Quintero's a good guy. He's a, he's a play, He played in Minnesota. Um, and, and for the first 10 minutes of the second half, it didn't look good for us. It looked like they were spraying the ball in, and Thor, yeah, that's right. whatever his name is, he, he was getting chances. And I mean, they were half chances. They weren't clear chances. But they, were, they looked way more dangerous in the first 10 minutes of the second half. And Wasn't then, the second half McMath had that big stretch right hand block? Wasn't that yeah. the second half? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What a good guy. 
Did you give him a hug after the game? No, I didn't run Did into him. Did your wife give him a hug after the game? No, that's him. His wife. He's <laughs> like, Mike Mad, how you been? It's somebody's <laughs> wife. Hey, you know. Do you work out? No, he had his son on, and, and he was in the post game. And his, oh, really? Yeah, his son has like long hair. So Dunny's like, hey, grab your daughter there. And, and he's like, yeah, my son. He gets that all the time because he has this long blonde hair. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. No, oh. it was cool. And then he kind of like, he's like, yeah, go be a dad, you know, whatever. So it's kind of Yeah, cool. go be a dad. You embarrassed me. Yeah. yeah. I know. I got <laughs> it wrong. I get it wrong. Anyway. Check your so snacks. did the elevation they were, then kick in? Is that what? I don't know. The first 10 minutes, though, those two guys were getting some stuff done. They didn't get, they didn't get great shots, but they did get dangerous. And that's what really kind of worried me. I was like, uh-oh. This doesn't look good. We we better change something. Well, I didn't see I didn't see Houston really slow down either. I didn't see them start lagging very much. You know what I mean? I think they were pretty well adjusted. The save you're talking about was in the 50th minute. Oh. Uh, it was a a lofted header uh, cross in, kind of like the one that Chang set in, and really didn't get anything on it. But uh, full stretch, full stretch down to his right, and then Silva cleaned it up, and that was that. Yeah, get out of our goal. Duh. Yeah, don't come down. Yeah, and then we it was kind of back and forth. So it started off them, at least my view, the way I saw, it. they were the aggressors, and they were like, "Oh, we gotta step up our intensity and get back to them." There's it's, the voice again. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you, that's how I talk to myself is in that voice. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, do only it. when I'm mad at myself. Okay, go do it, Tyler. You you can do this. Anyway, so then <laughs> we started going back and forth a little bit. Right, so there was a little bit of back and forth, and every time we've done that, it seems to me like that's worked out in our favor, where we've gone chance for chance with the other team. That's paid dividends for us, hmm. unless it's been Nashville, which is you know, yeah, Nashville really or had New York a City. <laughs> no, New York City FC. Hmm. And that's another thing that too. Uh, this I was thinking about that game as well. We we got our trash taken out six nil. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. it should have been seven. Yeah, it was, it was seven. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and it seems like that really was an anomaly. Now. That, now it does. Yeah. yeah we At can the look time, back. it didn't feel like. I kind of felt like, you know, this is who Real Salt Lake is with the injuries and the and the lineup that they're the team that uh, when they play a good team like uh, NYC, FC, 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 they might get taken advantage of. But they've recovered Incredibly well. Yeah, they said no, and no means no. <laughs> <laughs> they did not provide consent. And so I, I'm, I'm trying to tamp down my excitement, but I do think that there's something with this team, and how Pablo coaches them, how they've come together. Hopefully, th- that can stick around because it's hard to keep. But anyway. Yeah, you know, I saw a stat this week, and and it was cool, and hopefully I can explain it sufficiently without using a a, a chart with uh, you being able to see it. So here, here's my best. Okay, so there's 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 a graph, and it's basically one side is how many points you've got per game. Okay, so that's okay, your how left far do to we right. That? Okay, left to right. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, and uh, and then up and down is y-axis. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, is uh, is how many games you were expected to win and, or how many points you were expected to get based upon how you played that game, right? right? So you string together your passes, how often you were, how many 
chances you had, how dangerous you were, you know, these things that go into expected goals, right? That whole long thing, right? Yeah. Versus how many chances and goals you were expected to give up. And so they they basically said that's the luck-o-meter, is how the game went statistically and how the results came out. And Real Salt Lake was the second luckiest team in the league so far. Well, mm-hmm. not counting this game. But based upon how you played, did you dominate the game, right, with all the stats and everything? And then what were the results? And the only team that was luckier than us so far this year has been Austin. The two unluckiest teams have been Colorado <laughs> and, scarily enough, LAFC. Wow. Mm. And they're leading the West. They're still in first place. Yeah. And they should have, they based upon the way they're playing, they should be even more dominant. So that's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, I think we're right there behind them. Honestly, mm. I think we're doing great. Yeah. So then, uh, 57th minute, the, the goal for Cordova, which is one of the crazier goals. That, that we've was, seen. That was a schoolyard goal. <laughs> that was just like that was. Oh, I don't even know. Like, it was like flick and kick and yeah, hit he down, knock the ball, down, keep your feet, shuffle, shuffle. Defender went past him, came back, bumped it off of him, and then it bounced in front of him. Oh, he did a fake, and then it, and then he like yeah, the scooped fake was it up. Great, the fake is when the goalie went down. Most people would have kicked before that, and he was very composed to do that, which is pretty intense. Which is what you were saying earlier about his composure. Right, I love it. So and the other thing dots. too is, Bobby Wood makes a run to mm-hmm. the to the near post. The ball goes over, and he takes a couple of defenders, not all of them because one stuck with Cordova, but he still brought the ball down. And uh, messed around with his feet, but he did make a little fake to the goalie. Yeah, made a fake to the goalie, then plopped it up, and the goalie just barely swiped it with his right hand, yeah. so it didn't trailing hand. <laughs> yeah, it didn't deflate the ball by any means, and it still went in. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's happened great. so many times at school. <laughs> you I know. know what I mean, and, uh, you have so many people just huggling around the ball, and it's like the ball was rolling ever so slowly. You so know how it's fake, slow roll. It's like and then bloop. get in the goal. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what I started yelling. But like, when the de- when the defender ball. was um, behind the goalie and was walking up, I was like, "Is he going to get that?" Like, I, it looked like he was getting it, but he had zero, yeah, zero no effort. At it. Oh, we got to talk about Houston's zero effort. Oh yeah, that's not till the ninetieth minute. Though. No, it's not till the ninety minute. But we don't know what's going to happen in yeah, the ninetieth minute. I wonder if uh, you know the second goal. They did have a chance in about the sixty sixth minute, where uh, Zach McMath went down to his left this time. It wasn't as as dangerous mm-hmm. as the first one, but they yeah. were still relatively dangerous. But during the whole game, I was was concerned that this was a game where RSL didn't take advantage of their chances that could it end up biting them in, in the end. But I don't know if it's elevation or what exactly, but Houston just never really got to the point where I was worried. Yeah, it didn't feel like they were going to take it back. Yeah, they weren't no. going to. They weren't going to fight back. Well, and in the then in the 68th minute, they subbed in Darwin Seren for Vera, and Fafa Picol, who's you know Seren, been very that's dangerous. The guy. Yeah, yeah, and and Picol is is their forward, and they took off Thor Leviathan. Leviathan. Thor Lefleur Leviathan. So Prometheus. At that moment, I was like, okay. They've done four subs, and we have done zero. 
you know and I, I don't i don't always agree with matching sub for sub and don't sub just to sub but we're up to zero and we've made no subs and the game was, to me, getting a little flat. I, I didn't, I was a little worried. I was kind of in the, ugh, and then, boom, we we had called welcome in Come for Lawfulson. Yeah. And Severino for Chang. And, yeah. And you know, that was just a celebrity sub. Celebrity that was, sub. That was not a <laughs> tactical sub by Let's any means. let the third. Let's, yeah, no, the crowd started like, chanting. Were you guys chanting with the rest of the crowd? Sava. Well, they they walked right to our corner. Yeah, they like, they warm up right in front of us. Yeah, not well. Few. That that kid wasn't there, so oh, yeah. my ears were totally fine. <laughs> Nobody was going to stop right now. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to feel for the other players because. Oh, I know that he's the only yeah. one that they're chanting. <laughs> yeah, Beasler's over there, like, dude, I've been here forever. You don't even know my name. You want him to go in anyway? Yeah, that's I like so, Bees. He's my boy. And he came on. Saverino came on, and. You could tell that this guy is good. Dynamite. He looked like okay. That's another level when mm-hmm. he came on. He made some some plays and touches, and I'm just like, oh. How does he get out of some of that stuff, man? I I I can't even think. Like if we paused the game and we we're like playing FIFA, and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna do this and then this. Okay, okay, unpause, go, and then I I could probably do it on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only oh really? Way. I'm at the same level, so I mean, I'm just just like, oh, that's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, I totally would have done that, man. <laughs> yeah, if I was still, you know, if I didn't have shin splints, I would have totally <laughs> been doing that same backhill pass within the first 45 seconds. So he, yeah, he came on immediately. Was like, wow, this guy's this is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. he does have he's he's obviously better than he was when he left. Yeah, he cannot cannot be better. After playing a couple of seasons in Brazil, so I was excited. Very impressive, to, yeah. And I think pairing him with Cordova, and like like we talked about at halftime. Uh, well, they Menendez. only played like five minutes together, but yeah. Well, yeah. I heard there was somebody mentions that uh, I don't know if it's during the game or just in uh, you know RSL stuff during the week that Menendez and Saverino took over the practice. Um, Really? That's what I would do. Took over a practice and was like, holy cow. So I think I'm really curious to see. I have never been a Menendez fan. You know, what would be kind of crazy is if Miriam and Chang were sitting out and we had Menendez and uh, Saverino. That would be interesting. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I think that could be our our shape of the future. But then Rubin came in for Cordova. Yeah, who's that guy? Who is that guy? Stop it. I love Rubin. He's our boy. He hustles. He hustles. Oh, you say that like he's the the you know the one child that you don't like talking about. Or he you know he tries, like he tries. He's, he's still showing up. I mean, he colored on the walls yesterday, but still, he tries. <laughs> just let him play with you, just well, for a little bit. Well, I do think that uh, Rubin, um, bringing up Lawfulson again, right? One of the things that happens: players come into the league, they make a big splash because no one respects them. No one knows what they can do. Just like Rubin came in started last season, but once started hot, started hot, but once the team, other teams figured him out, figure you out, are you still the same Scouting player? But I also think Rubio, uh, he worked well with Crylock. Yeah, and, and he did have some injuries, but I'm just curious. And I think with Rubin, he's going to be okay because 
like you said, they're going to kind of forget about him. He's going to slide back down their important scale. And he's really good at one-on-one. And if really he's, good one-on-one. And if he's getting into spaces and there are, you've got Cor- Cordova, and Johnny comes back. and Carlo other comes players, back. they're going to find him. So I'm really curious to see I think uh, so. how, the, what the, how the team jails moving forward. So then, then we sub in. My boy, Beasler And Ruiz gets to go out. It's what a stash. What a stash and, uh, that guy's love got. That. Yeah, good stuff on the stash. And then we get a free kick. What happens? Um, 90th, 92nd minute. 92nd minute. So we got Miram over the ball. Sweat dripping from his brow. He wipes it with his left hand. <laughs> Contemplates why he's here. And he's like... He's not even watching the game, guys. He's not plays. watching the clip. He's just remembering just it remembering all. This is all straight from his I'm mind. I'm just looking down. And he remembers where he is. He's at Rio, Rio Tinto Stadium. And he's going to be like, okay, great. I got this. And he goes, let's send this mofo in. <laughs> Clean strike with the right foot. And then, luckily, whatever God Miram prays to um, got into the head of that di- uh, Houston Dynamo guy. And yeah. was like, Surrend. I don't need just, to guard anybody. He just didn't run. And then we're back to the serious side. The ball comes in. Justin Glad, he's like, do I only want one goal this season? He has two so oh, far. Oh, sorry. Uh, do I only want two, or do I want one more? And he's this like, you know third, what? Third, right? Third. I think I'm gonna get my third. Yeah. Goes down, puts his head out there, gets about you know waist level with everybody else, and once again he is the king of redirected headers, and puts it right behind the goalie, and everyone rejoiced. Everyone was happy, and the best part of it all. Sorry, don't. don't no, I, have I got one it. more thing. Do it. I want Justin Glad to score every single goal from now on <laughs> just so he could do the old man dance. <laughs> That's probably the best thing since Ronaldo that I've ever seen. It is a really good goal celebration. And his it face, too. His face yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how he's bent over, too, doing Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's old. Yeah, incredible oh, play. It. But, yeah, uh, what's his bucket? Turin, is that his name? Darwin Sarin. Yeah. Darwin Sarin. Watching that over and over. I watched it like five times. I was like, was he not supposed to be marking him or something? Well, you know, it's like he looked and he was like, if you score this, get on you. He marked him, right? And then Glad goes just in front of him. And as the play goes, it's like he's just like, oh, somebody else. Like, Because I was like trying to think. I'm like, okay, did he give up? Did he think somebody else already marked him? Did he, you know, just get lost? Or did he think Glad wasn't running? Yeah, was he marking so- somebody else? No. No, he was full he just on just there. like... Hmm? Oh, he did throw his arm up for ha- offside. Oh, yeah, it was definitely offside. End. Definitely offside. Yeah, yeah, he didn't even... I just watched it. <laughs> that dude's going to be <laughs> sitting on the bench. He's going to be <laughs> Oh, benched. my gosh. 66th minute next time? No. Six, yeah, but, he's... yeah, Glad is fantastic with redirecting those headers. Yeah, and kids, if you're listening at home... Redirect headers heel. like glad. Oh, be sorry. solid. Don't back hill. Focus on doing headers, and this is what you do with a header. You look it. You look where you want it to go, and then you move your head at it and make sure that it hits your forehead. Right there. You can't oh. see on the podcast, but I'm pointing to oh. where you should head it. Look it up. There's it, your homework. Well, if you have glasses, one thing that you have to do because I always played with glasses because. My eyes dry out way too fast. Goggles. You track the ball. Use your peripherals to find where the posts are. And then as you get the ball, you slightly get the ball to blur. That means that your head's low enough to where it's not going to hit your glasses. And then you just use your eyebrow to go, boom. Wow. 
I didn't know you could head with your eyebrow. I guess it's when a you have eyebrows. I like mean, that, I, I, I was mean. leading head score. <laughs> <laughs> you and Justin Glad both. Justin Glad and Brennan, the king of center back goals. <laughs> yeah, let's call him that for now. <laughs> so, so RSL comes out of the game with the. Um, a three nil victory evened One, two, up three. our what's that even up the gd yeah goal differential we are on a nice big goose egg which is a lot better than where we were Whew. talk about the officials armando Villarreal, a very good young official oh very good incredibly quick with his calls yeah and there was a couple of times where he decisive. was just like nope don't even bother like i was impressed with him yeah when you're decisive like that it helps the players too you're like they're not going to talk this, back boom game's moving on yeah very very good young ref so nothing uh nothing Corey to see Rockwell here. did well and callie smith callie callie callie, callie, callie she was callie. uh on the east side east side yeah she yeah. she had to I'm call terrible a couple of directions i was telling everybody that we sit in the south end my wife goes we sit in the north end Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, mountains. So, some right? stats. Um, this was really interesting. I think this was the uh, the first game in a long, long time that RSL had most of the possession. Most shots. Uh, Fifteen shots to thirteen for Houston. Six on target uh, to four for Houston. Fifty-three to forty-seven in possession. And for the last little while. That hasn't been the case for us, so yeah. maybe that's the choice they're making. Well, we won passing accuracy and total passes. Yeah, well, that I don't think that's happened all season. Who got the yellow cards? Has. Not all four. Did we cover them. that? Who got the yellow cards? We had there was three of the game, right? Oh yeah, uh, Zach McMath got one for time wasting. He did. At yeah, eightieth minute. Yep, yep, he did. Villarreal at Armando was not having it. And, and that, Avila and Carrasquilla both did, got one in the first few minutes, like the eighteenth and fifteenth and twenty fifth. There it is. And yeah, nobody got anything at halftime. No reds. Um, two offsides for RSL, three for Houston, three corners. Oh, if you're RSL. listening to this, if you're an RSL random fan, I want to know what you guys, um, how you guys feel about the way they do offsides now, where the the oh. AR lets the play go on until it is something so hard happens. As a and, defender for that, right? And also for the fan, it's a lot of anxiety. You know what I mean? It's right. like, why, why, why are you doing this to me? You but, know? but I also like the game playing on and just going. And if we don't have to call offsides, let's not. But, but I mean, hey, you know what? Hit us up on Twitter. That's what I was saying. I want to know how you feel about that. Yeah, write that down, and we'll we'll, we'll do that on a on tweet. On a tweet. On a tweet. But so. um, I do like that. But I I would love to see them when it is blatantly obvious to just put it up. Yeah. Put it up because it up for the last thing you want to see. I don't know Somebody if it's get happens. Hurt. Player getting injured on a play that that they know is going to get called off. If it's really close, let it let it play out. And if there's a goal scored, you can go back VAR. But if not, then um, put your flag up. So yeah, I'm, I have I'm uh, up, mixed and fe- up and down, mixed feelings about that. Yeah. So looking at scores across the league, LAFC. We talked about them. Those uh, unlucky uh, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also thought it was weird. So just real quick, everybody's uniforms across the the whole MLS were the white with the orange. Peach. 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 Okay, thanks. And then the blue with the red on them. Right? 
to recycle. Uh, yeah, what was something. what were they for? Yeah, it's like a league wide. They do it every uh, season. Now. Yeah, every season, and they just do one home and one away kit. But I wonder why LAFC got to do their logo in black. They their their logo was in black, but like Vantage and all the other ones were in that peach color. Well, it's LA. LA's so LA got gets preferential table. treatment. Is that what we're saying? Is that where they got Beckham? Is that where they got uh, Zlatan? Is that no? This they... is LAFC. Oh, LAFC. Yeah, not mm. not the Galaxy. That's some money under the table, right? There's something weird going on there. Like, oh, we ran out of peach ink, so uh, we're just going to have to use the black. standard black. Anyway, they were probably the last team to get their jerseys, and they were just like, "Pump it out." Well, yeah, yeah. nice jerseys though. I mean, the yeah. only downside was it's very hard to see names and numbers, but right. I think that's why LAFC did that. So, yeah, good stuff. I do like. I love those jerseys. I'm glad RSL had the, the white and the peach. I thought they looked really nice. Yeah, I was. I was thinking we should have been the blue with the red, right? I mean, aren't we blue and red anywhere? Clear and we, cobalt, like. But we do far better when we're in white. And the home team get to pick. I mean, and Houston is orange, so right. Like <laughs> it was like we switched jerseys almost, right? Anyway, well, I did like those. So scores around the league, LAFC three to two over San Jose. Atlanta struggling. Yeah, they looked really loss. bad against Columbus. Yeah, the magic is gone in, in the ATL. Same with DC United. Well, the, if you go a, watch the Red Bull New York highlights, Red Bull scored two absolute volley bangers. I mean, incredible taken out of the air volley top 90. They hit both corners. Goals two and three, amazing. Hmm. Yeah, 4-1 over out. DCU. Good homework. Toronto three to two over Chicago, Montreal four to three over Cincinnati. That's a four four goals again. They they've been dropping three and four on everybody. Same with Cincy. They've been scoring a ton of goals. Yeah. And I think Cincinnati was up. It kind of Cincinnati went up first, and yeah. then it went back and, and forth. Then Montreal stormed back. New England and Philly one one draw. Orlando FC Dallas three to one over Orlando. Yeah. Brand Miami two to one over pity the horrible. Portland Timbers FC this season. <laughs> I'll tell my friends you said that. Minnesota. <laughs> They'll probably beat us next time we play, <laughs> just to spite the And they're going to be in their Rose jerseys, too. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we struggle. Portland has our number. Ah, oh, stupid Portland. NYC FC, 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 1-0 over Minnesota. Minnesota had so many chances in that game. They oh, could have yeah. had it in the baggie. Yeah, they should have been. And Nashville. Still with their great season, three to one over the Crapids. They were up three zero after like fifteen minutes or something. Oh like no! First twenty minutes, they got all three goals, and then they just sit back and made fun of they, Colorado because they, they couldn't the score. Boss. That's what they did. They parked the bus because they were so good for getting a nose to goal so early. <laughs> so they just parked the bus instead of using a boat. In Vancouver one nil over over the terrible. Kansas City, Sporting KC this yeah, year. They they beat us though. It breaks my heart. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not break my heart to watch uh, Peter Vermeer's team suck. Uh, Galaxy though, they dropped four on Austin, but yeah. Austin scored first. Yeah, and then I was reading that Galaxy subbed in and went two two forwards up top and just yeah. went to town. And Joe whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, he he had a bicycle assist. <laughs> Bicycle is this? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then Seattle 2-1 over Charlotte. 
Seattle's struggling this year, but as they well, always we wish the best for Rusnik. Rusnik. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Russ. Fruit snack. Fruit snack. That's what we should call him. <laughs> You're a genius. Fruit snack. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. some rumors. Oh, the no. big one. Ochoa, Ochoa, Ochoa. We're gonna get another a player. Another player. Orange that I County don't think HOA. That I do not think will play another minute for RSL. Hey, let's trade him while he's hot. Get him out of here. He is he is so gone. I saw on the interwebs on Instagram that he was in California for, during the game. No way. Yeah. He was, wasn't even in town on Saturday, if, if the uh, reports wow. were true. Wasn't in town, huh? I, so I think, yeah, he is just so gone. I think Gomez is loving that. I mean, he can't say that, but Gomez is like, <laughs> I have a spot on the team still. I've shown up to how many games and I haven't had to play a minute. This is fantastic. Hey, don't jinx us. Knock on wood. There you go. Knock so, on Bobby. Next opponent for RSL. <laughs> I'll be. It was the face that did. <laughs> Knock on who? What? Anyway, Vancouver going up north, eh? Yep, 5 p.m. on Saturday. Early yeah. kick. So, so, so Saturday. Mow, mow your lawn early, guys, so you can relax after and watch the game. Yeah, so hey, catch us right after that game. We're going live. We're going live like we always do. I mean, we're, we're going to record balling. right after. I mean, that, we're not going live. Fine. That would be there, cool. We might go live one day, though. Yeah, as soon as we figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys retweet us this week, you get a bonus like from us. We don't Heart know what that tweet. is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a bonus like. <laughs> Follow back Friday. Follow back. All right. All right. No, follow, all us right. On tw- follow us on Twitter. We'll follow you back. And we'll like all your tweets about RSL Branded Fan. Yep. And it's time for... Grind My Gear! Oh, sorry. Crawley. Town update. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Crawley. Come on, Crawley update. Now, midweek we had... Well, let's just say the season's still over. Season's still over. (laughs) Start with that. Start with that. And yet... And we did have... It's posted up now. You can go check it out. Interview with The Voice of Crawley Town, Gary Smith. That was fantastic. I don't know if I go that far, but it it was entertaining. It was interesting. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. To it. Sorry, I enjoyed uh, letting the professional <laughs> allowing the rank amateur to interview him. But Gary is going to be on the podcast uh, coming up when the season starts, probably a couple times a month. Talk about Crawley League Two, the EFL, all things English football because I find that interesting. And I do too. We get a play. England in the World Cup. Yeah. Which I was in, very interested to know that Crawley put zero people on the national yeah. team. Yeah, it's a travesty. What? Really? It's a travesty. Well, you know, they are going through a little bit of a rough period. They're in a rebuilding. You know, their coach yeah. just left. <laughs> um, still, we still don't have a new coach. But right. And th- also, what were you saying? The cryptocurrency has gone down. So they yeah, might not yeah, have enough yeah, uh-huh. income to purchase the players that they need. That but they're, has they're me there. worried. That has me worried. But the latest rumor was uh, the Arsenal U23 coach, I think, was a candidate, might be a candidate for um, Crawley. Crawley Town. And I think the, the Manchester United U23 coach got picked up for a League Two team. Oh, really? Yeah. That was well, a Well, Manchester United probably has the best academy at the moment. They are winning quite a bit at the U23 level. Excellent. You know who's winning at the top level, though, just to kind of interject? 
Well, let's get to we have a couple of playoffs. Okay, we we'll talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people are waiting with bated bated breath because On they probably Bell. didn't get up at eight nine eight fifty five to watch. <laughs> the Port Vale Valiants defeat Mansfield two to two to nothing. And Port it Vale was <laughs> I watched the game. Oh, it was over before it started. Mansfield they had a player get two yellow cards by the thirty fifth minute. They were down two zero, and that was all she wrote. And then so you don't need to watch that one. So just skip yeah, that don't, one. don't. But don't you should watch, watch the highlights. Go watch the Huddersfield Town versus Nottingham Forest. Whoa, that the was Reds. some cool highlights too. Tricky yeah. trees, the tricky trees. Tricky one tree. nil, but there were two incredibly questionable. Uh, like pe- that, I, the one I, I was like, no, that's a PK. They're gonna they're gonna VAR and it's gonna be a PK. And then they were like, nope, wave it off. I was yeah. like, what? Well, there's a lot of betting at those lower levels, so it could be a lot of, you know. And the the official was his last game. I was surprised. Oh, that guy, yeah. And um, He's done a lot of Premier Ted Uncle? Games. No, I think his last nah, name's was, Hood. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. He's, got a He's retiring. Yeah. 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 But I was surprised that the VAR, they haven't used it all season oh, in really? the championship. Oh. Um, but they did use it in the, the final at Wembley. I was really surprised that the VAR didn't send it down to the ref to go take a look because, for me, both of the both of them are yeah are penalties. PKs. It was definitely suspect at best. All right, so but Nottingham Forest making yeah. it to the wait are they in the championship or are they in the Premier League? They are now in the Premier League and it's the first time the last time they were there is ninety nine two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's actually well, exciting. I was hoping they were going to win. Yeah, I like the tricky trees. They are a storied. And did you see what happened in the 89th minute? Their goalkeeper got injured. Did you see who went in? Oh, yeah, Horvath. Ethan Horvath, our boy from the United States. He actually helped us win a uh, gold cup. Was he the gold cup goalie? Anyway, he has some really cool USA highlights. He helped us win a shootout. Yeah, Samba, the goalie for the Tricky Trees. Tricky Trees. The Garibaldi. He went down, and he was injured, and looked like he was pretty injured. And my wife and I were watching the game. And I says, well, here's what's going to happen, is that he's going to try and stick it through, stick through to the end of the game. But the second that uh, something happens, he's going to go down and waste time, get a sub. And that's what happened. Yeah. He came out, made a save, and and hit the ground. I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, and then Horvath covered his goal well. Uh, there was a, a dangerous cross that came in, and he dove to where the player that could have got on the end of it might have got on the end of it, and th- he didn't get on the end of it. It just went out of bounds. So he yeah. did his job. One one dive. So even though there were two questionable calls, Nottingham Forest was probably the better team. Yeah. Yeah, they got Because I don't even name. think Huddersfield had a shot on goal. See, you just don't they want you don't want that type of a name in the Premier League though. You know what I mean? Huddersfield. Like Huddersfield. Oh my gosh, they're and, gonna be relegated. And they went they were in the Premier League uh, a couple of seasons, 2017, 2018, they went down 16 points, and you'd think that would be the worst uh, point total in Premier League history, but it's not. 2007, 2008, Derby County. Derby, yeah. 11 points. Derby. Just a horrible. So Derby, Derby, Derby. It's like they gave up. So you wanted to talk about some other game that happened? The Champions! Da, 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 da. I can't sing anymore, but yeah, the Champions League, it's the one of the most watched finals in history and it's because both teams were just so good all year and real madrid you know i don't think they were the best team in europe all year (laughs) they were definitely not however in the competition they were so exciting to watch it was so cool 
And Benzema would just go on these crazy scoring streaks. I still don't know why that goal he scored didn't count. But who cares? They still won. One to zero. And the uh, Vinicius Jr. scored the winning goal. He had one shot on the night and one chance. Yeah, the defender with the two names for Liverpool. Who? Trent Alexander-Arnold? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, three. what are you doing letting that guy go? Yeah, it's like he, you didn't think he was fast enough to get there, but that dude is thats hes so fast. He knew he was over there. Yeah. He should have. Maybe he was expecting somebody else from Liverpool to cover him. But yeah, it was great. Through just, diagonal through ball, and then he just beat the guy at the back post and kind of tapped it in. But but he had one shot all night. Like Alexander-Arnold shut him down the whole game, and yet Real Madrid won, you know? And that just you know puts one more feather in the cap of my boy, uh, Gareth Bell, his fifth, his fifth, fifth. That's five. And guess how many minutes he played in these last few games? Same as me. We Zero. have the same amount of minutes. Zero. No, I think what? he did come in as a late what game. What a sub. weird story. Yeah, and, and Gareth a, Bell and a weird waste of talent or effort. I, I don't. Did he get injured? He was for part of it, but then he he came back and he was. I think he, he made some scored a goal in the Champions League a yeah, couple he, weeks ago, and he he tearing it Months, up for Wales, um, in yeah. qualifying, and but he did make some comments about golfing over, didn't he? A couple yeah, weeks ago, that, I that, actually watched him because he was working was with TaylorMade. Yeah, he was liking yeah. golf more than soccer. He said he had a sign up that said Wales <laughs> Golf Real Madrid, <laughs> <laughs> and yet they they still send him to England for on a loan. He went back to, uh, went to Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. And then he ended up at Real. They're paying him so much money. They're like, well, you're still good enough to make our squad. And I, yeah, I guess if you say sorry, you know. Crazy story. Anyway, so he, he won his fifth. Yeah. Good golfer, though. And apparently you just get him on your team and you win the Champions League. So try that out. Arsenal. Hey, I'm a lucky charm. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So there you go. Real Madrid. Champions again. Uh, what is yeah. this, 12 times? 14. 14 times. The next closest team has seven. Who's that? It doesn't matter because they're <laughs> not Real Madrid. Who is that? Oh, is it? Is it Bayern? Man- Bayern? Man- no. Sheffield United? <laughs> Sheffield. Jeez. The Valiance of Sheffield. Portville. Oh, interesting note. Port Vale is the only team in the EFL not named after a place. It's named after a port? That That is an actual port? Like an area, but not a place. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Just a kinda, fun fact. Fun fact. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Gosh. It's named Port. So yeah, there's a few ports around there. Oh, it's just like the ports. Kind of like that, yeah. The porters. The Vale of Ports. And I think they've... Huh. Uh, been, this is an area. They've been in the EFL for 110 years and have not made it to the top level. Really? We should yeah. celebrate that yeah, somehow. Quite the accomplishment. Celebrate mediocrity. Never quite getting there. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's the theme of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and the Utah Jazz. Oh, Zinger. Oh. Yeah, anyway, I would always. On that note, <laughs> I would always tease Utah Jazz fans about you know. 
the championship trophy, and they, if they ever really wanted one, they could just come down drive down road. State Street, <laughs> hang a right at 90th, and go in and take a look because that's the closest you're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, that's our podcast for the week. Yeah, that's our episode for the week. We want to thank you for listening. Oh, we should. We were going to talk about. Uh, oh, we did get a couple shout outs on social media. And we, we really wanted to appreciate let everybody that. know. That if you're on Twitter and you're tweeting at us, we love oh, you. Oh, do you know what really grinds my gears? Um, oh, yeah, when people do not tweet about us. Really? And <laughs> That's it, huh? Yeah. Good or bad. I want some I want some knowledge here. I want, okay. Wait, let, me, want some let me give you an intro. And this segment. <laughs> Grind My Gears, brought to you by the old drag strip in Magna that is no longer. Little Mexico? No, no, no. The drag strip. Bonneville. Bonneville. Bonneville? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Bonneville Raceway. Bonneville Raceway. They used to have the... Where they used to have the drags out here, dude. On 21st century. You talking about Rocky Mountain? Rocky Mountain. It was Bonneville first, and then it was Ronneville. Then it was Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. I thought you were talking about that quarter mile strip that that people used to race, and uh, we are not supposed to talk about. Yeah. They call it Little Mexico, and it's like a quarter mile. Oh, gotcha. There was a must Yeah, the first rule of Little Mexico is no one... No one talks about Little Mexico. But yeah, it was the uh, Bonneville Raceway, and they would have the Fox on Drags out there every oh, yeah, year yeah, yeah. on on uh, a Friday night, and ladies got in so, free. So loud. So really? Loud. My uncle does the train cars. Yeah, does the figure eight train cars. Pretty awesome. Sweet. Yeah. What was that tweet? Uh, Shout out Matt, to Bob. Matt Trick. That's Thanks, what Matt. Matt Trick said, RSL random fan is quickly becoming a top RSL pod. Really enjoy that they discuss analysis of the game as the key discussion. Thank you, Aww. Matt. That's what we Gosh, wanted to do. Man, see? Man, look at that guy. What a nice guy. Coming through. We and, love it. Uh, did want to mention, uh, say hi to my brother Trenton. T. Oh, my gosh. Goes by T because I saw him at a funeral, and his daughter said that he loves it when we talk about him. His <laughs> daughter said he loves Aww. it? Yeah. Oh. His daughter. We should bring him up every podcast. Yeah. We should. T, what a great guy you are. T, <laughs> thanks for your insight T, on RSL you're amazing. this week. We're yeah. so T, grateful I don't even remember it. what you sound like. <laughs> But I remember it's it's beautiful. Yeah, he he listens to it when he our podcast when he exercises, and so yeah. Oh really? Thank you. Push through this tea. You got this tea. Keep going. Don't give up. You do an extra set. If if it's sweat on your brow, don't even bother. You can push through that tea. <laughs> Take an extra drink on us, man. But what Just kind of surf what, that what kind of working out is it? Is it like a stroll around a lake? No, he goes for a hike. Oh okay. There well, watch out for that rock rattlesnake. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I hope he doesn't get bit by a snake. So thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting with us. We really appreciate that. And also listen, subscribe, and rate us. Give us five stars, four and a half, whatever it works. But we appreciate Those your, are your support. only two choices: four and a half or five. That's it. That's it. Yeah, don't go any lower. No, yeah. mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah. All right. Love it. Toodles. Later. Bye.